What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Coffee and cream with Rogers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. There's a, there's a winner, there's a non-winner, uh, but it was, winner was football, was football. It was a, it was a, a great game, great game by them, and I'm really proud of our guys. With you, Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio. Live from the h and Chevrolet Stage at Hale Varsity Club. I'm Andrew Rogers alongside Damon Benning, Shane Schillerberg, and Sasha Durkin helping us out on social media in the room. We appreciate you joining us and love having you here. If you want to get involved on the show, 888-638-4876. You can shoot us a message on Twitter. He's at Damon Benning. I'm at Andrew Rogers TV. Or you can join us live on YouTube. Leave a comment and uh, we'll touch on that if we have time. But... I want to make time right now for our guy, Parker Gabriel. He covers the Denver Broncos for the Denver Post. He's somebody that has ties back to Lincoln, and DB couldn't be more excited to have him on the show. Parker, good morning. Happy New Year. Yeah, good morning. PG, how are you, my friend? Is that Damon Benning I hear? (laughs) Something like that. Hey, listen, and I was given the backstory to Drew Down. I, I, I told him. You know, because in my former life, I remember saying, I have got to get that guy. This was kind of when you first got here, but, you know, you could just kind of, whatever, talents were oozing, right? And I was like, hey, man, I think I'm really like this guy. And I couldn't have been happier because some guys don't always land on their feet or do what they want to do. You got to do something on your own terms. And you're still flourishing, man. Is it is it rough being good at your job or, like, how does that work? Because – we clearly wouldn't know. <laughs> no, you guys would know. Uh, I, it's uh, it's rough jumping into a situation mid-season and then covering a coaching search, which actually, funny enough, uh, basically did in 2017 as well. Uh, <laughs> you knew all about think, that, though. That one was yeah, easy yeah. because they got their guy. This right. one is complicated, PG. It is, yeah, and they've got – you know, there's a lot of layers to this one, which we can we can get into. Um, new ownership, um, you know, a quarterback that you're paying forty million dollars a year, uh, all kinds of stuff going on. So it'll be it's an interesting one already. It will continue to be, but no, I'm I'm just happy to hear your voice. I I, I have to say, you know, Shane called and I was like, what the heck? They told me seven thirty and it's seven twenty eight. Oh, oh yeah. So so here's the here's the difference, PG. <laughs> It is a very hard clock, so I don't have, mm-hmm. we don't have near the freedom, so we actually have to be responsible. It kind of sucks, um, <laughs> but structure is good. <laughs> That's funny. That is so funny, Parker. Uh, so, but let me ask you because it is a little complicated. A year ago, Denver was a quarterback away. Ten months removed, it's. This is going to be a difficult job because of all that comes with it. How did that happen, PG? 
Yeah, well, well, I mean, a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it has to do with the way that Russell Wilson played this year. I mean, if he if he had played like he played most of his tenure in Seattle, um, you know, the Broncos may not be in this position after 15 games of, of Nathaniel Hackett coaching. Now, I, I think it was going to be rougher than people thought it was going to be. That's pretty easy to tell now because it was a really young coaching staff, uh, probably, you know, everybody would do things a little bit differently in certain situations. I think that Daniel Hackett would probably put his staff together differently. They got buried by injuries early in the season. You know, the, the list just sort of goes on and on and on. Um, this all may sound familiar to folks in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's never one thing. As much as it's, you know, you want to sit here and make it black and white, well, Russell Wilson played bad, and so, you know, the coach got fired and everything's terrible. It's, you know, it's obviously a big factor when you get $161 million guaranteed up to $245 million, but it's not the only one. So it is, it is going to be a tough job, but at the same time, uh, they have a decent roster, um, and if Wilson plays better in his second year in new circumstances, uh, the, the turnaround potential is there, too, and that's what they're banking on. I mean, Greg Penner, the one, you know, part of the new ownership group and the CEO said, uh, when they fired Hackett, um, that they don't expect this to be a rebuild. They expect to compete next year. Mm. You talk about year two, and uh, you hope it's better because at this point uh, you're spending a lot of money for uh, four wins, and you don't want to be doing that uh, for years down the road. But, uh, you know, I want to ask you this because I don't want to put all the blame on Russell Wilson. Do you think coaching had a lot to do with the poor Broncos play that we saw this year outside of the fact that maybe Russell Wilson wasn't the same quarterback that we, uh, that we saw in Seattle? Well, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, think about it this way. They have, um, they had a, a, a coach who's a head coach for the first time. And not only that, but he took on play calling duties for the first time in, in four years in his own career um, they had a first-time offensive coordinator who'd never been a coordinator before, seven years removed from coaching in high school. Um, they had a first-time defensive coordinator, and they had a special teams coordinator who'd been a special teams coordinator one time in 2011 and had been an assistant most of his career. So you just they put a lot of people in first-time situations, um, and, you know, they hit on the rate that maybe you would expect would happen in that situation. Their defensive coordinator, Jairo Evero, is really good. I mean, he'll you know he'll be a head coach. Um, the other guys uh, struggled to some degree, especially Hackett and Dwayne Stukes, their special teams coordinator. Special teams have been bad all year. So yeah, I mean, I think experience and coaching and trying to smash so much new into such a short amount of time. Uh, definitely had a fat, you know played a role. Maybe it would have gotten better. You just didn't see enough signs of that over the course of the year for the ownership group to feel like, hey, you know what, we can ride this out, um, and it will look a lot different next year. Parker, when you're taking a look at the landscape of the NFL as a whole, you knew this covering college football as long as you did. It's such a quarterback-driven league. Yeah. Are you more or less convinced that at the level that you're seeing now when you watch these teams, that it is still a quarterback-driven league? Well, I, it's a quarterback-driven league, I, I think, 100%. But I, I also, like, 
it's a money-driven league too, and so you have to have the right combination. You know, like part of the look at look at the quarterbacks now. I mean, if you're gonna if you're if you're gonna pay a guy, you know, two hundred and fifty million, four hundred million, you know, you, you gotta you're gonna have to get you're either gonna have to have a really really good young roster that's cheap around the quarterback. You're gonna have to have a guy that's playing at the level of a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes. Um, or you need, you know, sort of a combination of those things. Like the hard, one of the hardest things to do in the NFL is to win when you're paying a quarterback far above what his production level is. And the thing for Denver right now is like they've already paid Russell Wilson a $50 million signing bonus and all of this, but like his cap number is actually pretty manageable next year and in 2024. It's after that. It's 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 tw- it's twenty one percent or something like that. Yeah, in twenty five, and and so that's the thing. That's sort of the not put in for that. I mean, if it plays poorly next year, they may feel like they have. But the real thing is, work roster wide years with him, without him at an elite performance, um, and some combination. It, your quarterback's has to reflect level of play or you have a little chance to be competitive. You know, Parker, we got about a minute and a half here, and before I let you go, I want you to touch on Jim Harbaugh for me because oddsmakers have him at plus 720 to be the next coach of the Denver Broncos. Do you is, is see that, that actually happening? I don't know. I just read that. <laughs> well, I think it's possible. It's going to come down to whether Harbaugh wants to get Bell and he last year and then and walked away from it. Um, you know, the, the top end of NFL money uh, can be competitive or on the top end of the crazy money in college football, um, even even in this day and age. So um, he just he checks a lot of the boxes of what the Broncos say they're looking for. Uh, he's won in the NFL. Um, you know, he's had success at the highest level. He's a strong personality. Obviously he's got leadership capabilities. Um, he's got a good eye for hiring, uh, staff. So that's, the, that's why it all lines up, um, whether he'll actually go for one whether other teams will come for him too. Um, but the thing about Harbaugh is he just costs money. Capital Most NFL head under contract, I hope they'll go to the court. Um, and that leaves a guy like Parker. Parker, wow. you're the man. We appreciate your time this morning. Thanks so much. We'll do this again, Parker. Appreciate you. That was Parker Gabriel. And coming up next, we have Brian Edwards. So a great segue from the betting conversation and the question I just had.